We're not experts, much less competent. This podcast is friends bullshitting about conspiracies and also confirming absolutely nothing about it. But we keep each other in check by deep frying each other's topic. Consider yourself warned. Because whatever mankind must undertake. No, the f- the governor. That's they the f- did it. That's the place. Free men must fully share. Stop f-ing lying. God f-ing damn it! I'm getting pissed out. We propose to accelerate the development. They have human-animal hybrids, much larger than any now being developed. You have what's been described as an egg-shaped penis. Until certain which is superior. Oh. Oh. You're a nasty bitch that no one likes. We know we're under attack. Bitch. No, honey, okay. you saw the dude. And you offer her cocaine again. No government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Do you understand that? Welcome <laughs> to Deep Fried Conspiracies. <laughs> Jimmy. Yes, sir. I thought we were done with this. What? I thought we were done with this bullshit conspiracy about f***ing cheese. It, Matt will not let it go. He won't let it go. That's no. why he said he has a part two to this. Part two to cheese? Part two to this cheese cave thing. By the time we're done, we're going to all be so bound up, we're not going to shit for a week. <laughs> oh, Sounds man. like your normal life already. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting this kind of an intro because <laughs> I was actually going to pull one over your guys' eyes. And be oh. like, I actually changed what I wanted to talk about. Oh, did you? Did you? I did. I did. So you're all in for a fucking treat if that's the case. Well, I mean, th- that was the case. I didn't tell you guys on purpose because by the time this episode comes out, it'll be closer to Halloween. So I figured a spookier conspiracy would be a little more fitting, maybe. Oh. So we're we're not doing the cheese episode? The cheese is getting put on hold. It's, oh, uh, we're holding uh, the cheese episode. Thank you, cheeses. Thank you, cheeses. Thank you, cheeses. <laughs> there is a chod. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, baby cheeses. <laughs> baby cheeses. Sweet baby you cheeses. Best believe thank you. that there will be more cheese. All right. Well, since I have no idea I have, what, you, what the podcast is going to be about today because it was supposed to be cheese part two, that, which is going to be happening later, apparently. And I've been studying about a bunch of cheese, Apparently. Too. But instead... <laughs> Instead, oh, I feel so bad now. instead, I have to go. Welcome back to Deep Fried Conspiracies. I am Trent Janky. I'm Jim Colby, and I'm Matt Olson. There we go. <laughs> like, like he was like, I'm Matt Olson. This am I supposed I, I to do think this? I now? am. Uh, Come on, man. I, I forgot. Before we get into this episode, though, Jimmy, before we figure out what the heck we're actually going to be talking about today, I can't wait. I got a couple things I got to bring up. Oh, what's that? The first thing, apparently. Our podcast, it's getting out to people in the schools. What? Listen. We're not school friendly. No, we're, we're not school friendly. No, we are we're definitely not school friendly. But, Shit. but, 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 if you go into the Discord, which is down in the show notes, you guys can click on it. We had a wonderful guy in his name in, in, uh, Discord is Wyatt. He hopped into the Discord. And, you know, when you hop in, we, we give you the old greeting, the slap on the ass, how you doing kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on now. If we're talking about high school students, we're going to have a problem with this. We're going to get shut down. You might we don't actually do screen. that. We don't do that. We give them the whole how you doing stuff like that. And then we ask him, how'd you find out about us? Apparently. <laughs> you got out of jail. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, he found out about us after he had a school project due on the JFK assassination. And lo and behold, apparently some but when he Googled it, your podcast came up. Really? Yeah, with the JFK assassination. Wow. So you found out about us then, listened to it, hopped into the Discord. Wow. So therefore, I don't know where we go with that, but therefore something's happening. Something's happening at the yeah. school. Yeah. I think happening. I think we should do a podcast on all these hot teachers that are nailing <laughs> these students. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? It's not a conspiracy, man. It's, it's not a conspiracy. <laughs> Have you ever, ever looked at those websites where, where all these... Okay, nah, they're just diving No, in. no. It's just these, these... It shows all these women who have been charged with felonies who have, have had altercations with their students, or whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Altercations. <laughs> relations. <laughs> relations. Adult relations and, with and, underage kids? Yeah. Okay. And, and you're, you're, I'm kind of like, jeepers, where are all these women <laughs> when I was in school? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're all pretty cute. <laughs> all right. Now that we got that out of the way, the second thing I want to bring up. There's more? Yes. Oh my God. The second bit of news. I think, well, actually I know because I'm going to show you, the biggest conspiracy of all, which has been known to mankind for ages, is going to be solved. No. Yes. 
We know who saw London's underpants? No. <laughs> no. Something better. The Federal Trade Commission. Yes. FTC. Yes. Is investigating why McDonald's ice cream machines are always broken. Oh, they should. They are. I. They are looking into it. The FTC sent a letter to McDonald's franchises over the summer asking what's going on with these ice cream machines. The FTC also declined to comment to the Wall Street Journal. This is what I'm reading it off of. Uh, reporters say the owners have uh, complained about how complicated the machines are that fixing them, they'll just break harder. Wow. So there was, one, <laughs> there was one thing about... More harder. There, there was one thing about how... They cream. In tra- <laughs> in dangerously ungodly hard to clean. Mm-hmm. Was the reason why they didn't do it, but apparently the owners say that they're so godly broken that just fixing them isn't worth will it. Break them again, really? Yeah. So now this is this is just this is no no facts. I'm just going off of this article that I see right now. You know, so as we look forward uh, to other podcast stuff, I'm I'm working on one right now that I haven't told you about, and it's about um, yeah. Well, I'm working on five right now. You're not that you don't know about. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than the teacher one, I have another <laughs> one. The teacher, <laughs> I have another one, and, and uh, it it has some something to do with the stuff, the technology of, of how they make stuff shitty, so it breaks, so they make more money on parts than they do selling it. And, yeah, and so anyway, yeah. I'll, I'll be bringing that to the table here in the near future. So something else about the ice cream conspiracy here. Uh, if you go down to the end of this uh, little article. To the twenty fear a twenty fear a twenty four year old ice cream fan fed up with broken ice cream machines managed to reserve reverse engineer the McDonald's app to create a map of every broken soft serve machine in the United States. I saw that the map tracks a percentage of restaurants that currently have broken ice cream machines and use red and green labels to identify. Uh, to identify stores currently serving up soft serve. You know, my answer would be just in in a, a rage, just drive your car through the lobby. But what <laughs> good is it going to do? There's nobody in there. Yeah. You know, it's not going to make the news. Yeah, you like, know, break the ice cream machine, break the lobby, fix everything, call right. it good. There's nobody in there. Yeah, why not? Hell, I mean, shit. Rat bastards. Well, yeah, everybody's driving up, you know, well, what was it, like most liquor stores? What? Yeah, most liquor stores get, you know, run into. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's because they're drunk when they show up. Of course. All right, so since I got the two bits of information out that I wanted to get out today, let's get on to what we're going to talk about, which is, Matt? Oh, are you guys outdoorsmen? No. Do you like to go out to the out to the, the woods? No. Camp? No. No. Fish? No. All that stuff? No. I'm more of a La Quinta guy. I like no. going to La Quinta. Yeah, I, I like staying in my bedroom, close the lights, you know, close turn the lights. off the blinds. <laughs> <laughs> so, we need to do a drunk podcast. <laughs> we still have to. I know. We still have to. We- that's getting you, set you up. Have yet. To. It's getting set up. Anyway, did you know in America that there are over 400 national parks? Yeah, and and all of those national parks equal to about 4. Point, or 6.4 million acres of national forest land straight up for the government to use. 6.4 million acres. It's a lot. Right, I, I I swear to God, I swear to God, right now, if you like, oh yeah, there's six point four million acres, and underneath all these acres is a fucking cheese cave. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> lose my shit. I'm gonna lose my absolute shit. I swear to God, if you toss that in there, my my mind went right to uh, you know all these millions of acres, and there's a dead body, <laughs> a dead body. in every acre. What do you got? That man? would that would have been a great uh, stringing cheese along. All right, but. keep going. No. <laughs> Don't laugh at that, Jimmy. That's no, not hey, funny. Matt, Matt, That's not funny. Matt's funny. That's not funny. Oh. <laughs> it's not well, funny. Of all the people not here, Matt's the funniest. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> okay, so I bring this up because in those national parks, on a low end, a low conservative end, there's about 1,600 unsolved missing people cases that involve national parks. Any of you know where I'm going with this? I do. I do. Um... I've heard of this. God dang it. I can't think of it. Let's test, let's test your brain. No, I, I, won't, I won't think of it. I know I won't think Jimmy. of it. I've heard of it, but Jimmy, I won't D- think of it. Okay. So all these national parks, uh, uh, the, the conservative amount, like there are people out there that are saying that there are actually probably like two to 10 times more people missing, but they're not documented in, in national forests. And what this phenomenon is called 
is missing 411. Yes, I looked into this. Missing 411. Yeah. What? I've not heard of yes. this. Yes, someone that I talked to told me about missing 411. Now that makes sense. Yeah. It, it, so just before the podcast started, I was telling Trent, I was just reading on, on the uh, internet here that somebody just found a body and it's, he's been missing for 53 years. 411. So what? Oh, was he really? I must have, I, I missed this one then. Yeah, it just it came out today. Well, anyway, anyway, continue on with what you're talking about though. Okay, so Missing 411 is a phenomenon and a project run by David Poloity. Poloity. He sounds like a serial killer. Uh, he is not. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I mean, if he is, he's a very impressive one because he got all these missing nat- national forest disappearances in the bag. Probably the world's most prolific, if that's the case. We're not saying that. <laughs> We're definitely not saying that. This no, is all not saying that. that. No, no. Up in- disclaimer. Up until this listen to the disclaimer. <laughs> Bullshitting. <laughs> Bullshitting. Okay. So what the Missing 411 project is, or the, the phenomenon, Missing 411, as we all know, 411 is a number that you can call to get information about uh, local stuff. Like you call it in, you can get like road information, uh, updates and shit like that. And so it's like information. And so missing information because there's missing people that go missing in the national parks and there is under really bizarre circumstances like extremely bizarre circumstances aliens and i feel like that's just part tie of it right into project blue book project blue book yeah the alien oh. abduction oh come on matt you don't know about project blue book the alien abduction I, I, we'll talk I about don't? that later right, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll get to that so, later those of you that don't know uh google it yourself so or the, duck, duck, google it yourself the criteria for dave god what's his i i can never pronounce his name play Paulides, Paulides, P-A-U-L-I-D-E-S, Paulides. David Paulides. Uh The criteria that him and his team have come up with to make this Missing 401 phenomenon, like help try and connect these threads to help understand why these people are going missing and there's like no trace of them or if they do show up, like they are so far away from the point of where they're, where they were that it's like, it's unbelievable, and it's it's a it's a range that do, it doesn't s- stop for young people. It gets young people and old people. It gets intelligent people. It gets uh, people on the average spectrum. It gets strong people and people Dumb with people. disabilities. <laughs> it gets yes. them all. So they have a criteria that when they're looking at these missing cases to help understand them, like it falls into these categories. And the first one is physical extremes like like i was saying like they're going far away from their missing point or they're going so up high like five thousand feet above where they got lost like all this happens a lot in the mountains and technically where you get you know high elevation get lost yeah technically exactly and they happen to disappear in like mid to late afternoon there's this geographical clustering where these disappearances happen that Suppose that correspond with cave systems, not cheese caves, maybe we'll see. But then there's always inclement weather that happens around the time that the person goes missing to help, you know, prolong finding them and stuff. They're found near bodies of water, they're found near boulder fields or berry bushes are in the area, and there's always an a non official, like, there's an official cause of death, but it's like doesn't seem fitting like it's like wild animal and we'll talk about some of this in a second here because one of the one of the stories i'm going to bring up is one about a kid that supposedly died by a wild animal but no body was found but his clothes were found so another criteria for the missing 401 for 411 is they've searched the area multiple times and then all of a sudden they just show up there dead uh typically and then the canine units get confused as well like the thing that they were always saying is the canines would be sniffing, they'd be on the trail, and then they would just like stop, like the tracks just ended in the middle of like uh, a, a walkway, or they would just like refuse to continue on any further. And then shoes, shoes have a, a correlation with this as well. Like they find shoes, or they're missing a shoe, kind of a thing. And the final criteria is some of these places are impossible to reach on some standards for what you would think. Okay. Now, missing people, this whole criteria fields, I got a couple cases to bring to you here real quick and then potentially link up a conspiracy with it as well that follows. So, okay. this map reaches into Minnesota. 
as oh, well. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's missing people in Minnesota. Oh, shit. Does it come right and, to your backyard, Matt? I'm just wondering. I mean, it doesn't, no, it doesn't like- come. No, it, it doesn't come to Fargo. <laughs> it does not come to Fargo. But it is up in like the Iron Range and Bemidji area, Red Lake area, where this one, for example, Donald Duck, uh, Weston Duck, Duck, Duggar. Donald Duck, right? No. Duck? Yeah. Donald Duck. What? Uh, oh. Uh, Trump. Anyway, continue. <laughs> so, Duggar was last seen in War Road, Minnesota, 6.30 a.m., August 11th in 2012. He lived in Rockert, Minnesota at the time and worked for a trucking company based in War Road. He had just returned from a long haul to eastern uh, to the eastern side of the United States and was unloading his stuff from his truck, his, his semi, into his own personal truck, and he was never been heard or seen again. So on August 18th, his Honda Electra was found stuck in the mud on an ATV trail near the Winter Silo, 10 miles west of Scheme in Beltrami Island State Forest. Mm. Footprints led away from the vehicle uh, south out to the Winter Forest Road near the Elkwood Cemetery. Searchers located Duggar's glove two miles from where his car had been, but there was no other sign of him. Authorities could find no indication that he left on his own accord. The case to this day, still remains unsolved. And if you go to National Mission, M- Missing Person Directory, he is still on there. With uh, the circumstances of a vehicle found abandoned in Beltrami State Forest, excessive searches were conducted, but no sign of Donald. So not the, not much has been delved looking into this, but this is like one of those, the, the start of these weird coincidences, not coincidences, these weird situations where a person goes to a state park and then vanishes, no, sir, no, no body found, and nothing happened. One of the big ones. Okay, uh, so before I go further into this, Missing 411 has a documentary out. Two now, actually. They just dropped a new one, I think, last year or earlier this year. And they have a couple cases and stuff that they highlight in there from all the thousands that David... is his name again? (laughs) (laughs) Professor Nuts. McGee. McGee. Yes. I can always... I can always remember Paul. Like it's Paul. Oh, Peter Paul. Mary. Pilatus. Pilatus. David Pilatus. 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 All right. Paul. P a u l i d e s. Pilatus. So David Pilatus has a bunch of books on all these phenomena. So I, uh, I guess quick background into David here, since he is the as foremost knowledgeable person on the missing four one one cases in the United States. He is a retired police officer and has 30 at the time of him starting, it was like 30 years of experience. He's going on and stuff now still and writing these books about these missing disappearances, bringing out all the facts and things like that. So that way it can draw attention to these missing people that have no closure. The family doesn't get any answers and stuff like that. So it's just kind of doing like good work to like collectively get all this information. And we'll come by, come back to the fact that he is the one getting the information and not like, you know, the state parks and stuff, the national parks. But he has documentaries, he has books, and that's where a lot of these cases are coming from, is from those. Okay, so the big one is, one of the big ones is Jared at Adrio, A-T-A-D-E-R-O. <laughs> Again, very bad at pronouncing things. Uh, he disappeared October 2nd in 1999 on Big South Trail in Roosevelt National Forest, Colorado. And he had some remains found. They found his remains in 2003, May. So he's a three-year-old kid, and he, they're out in the woods with his sister, his dad, and 11 other adults. They're all doing like this big hiking thing going on in the national park there. Jared ran ahead no more than 100 feet and stopped to talk to some fishermen Following this, Jared continued down the trail ahead of the group, where there's a bunch of people, a whole group of people. This would be the last time anyone saw him. In the following days, a massive search and rescue operation failed to turn up any evidence on Jared. And in May 2003, hikers uh, that were in the Pondry, P-O-U-D-R-E, canyon area near the Big South Trail came across remains arranged in a strange manner some way above the trail. This discovery remains puzzling and controversial to this day. And a lot of them are asking, is it an animal attack, foul play, or something else? 
So this trail is an 11-mile trail located 8,440 feet in the rugged wilderness of the national park there. It is 723,000 miles of acreage and 1,131 square mile forest that was one of the original ones established by Theodore Roosevelt back in 1908. And it just talks about the temperature and like the climate of this place and how that's all going. And so at the age of three and at the time of his Jared's disappearance, it, it was a blink of an eye, was gone. They do search efforts for so long. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen the search patterns of what they do to like look for pe- missing people in woods and stuff. They got things like gridded, gridded off. They have people standing like arm's length apart and they're taking steps like looking everywhere as they're like taking in sync steps look up down left right take another step or another like giant step or five steps or whatever and stuff and they keep looking like this and they're all out of they what was the size of scanning here should have been a little more prepared for this specific part here because i feel because this is the intense part is like the amount of area that they searched for this kid that was just seen just 100 feet ahead of this whole group when he vanished is ridiculous in comparison. So it's a three-year-old that got missing. And then when they found him, he was 2,000 feet above where the trail was, like further further up the trail. And let's see, it was 500, 550 feet higher elevation-wise from the last point and stuff. And when they found like the, the, the quote-unquote remains, it was a tooth and they found his clothes. His pants were turned inside out. It was a boot and his jacket was taken off. And it was just kind of like piled there. When they came to do more uh, excessive research and stuff on it, they're like, their end conclusion, the state parks was that it was an animal attack. A lion probably grabbed him, took him up. And when everybody was there looking for him, it scared the cat away. But then after everything was done, the cat came back and like, just started cleaning up or whatever and stuff like that. But the the shirt, the big contention with this thing is like the shirt was so nice and does not have blood on it or lion, uh, like bobcat, mountain lion, fur or DNA or anything like that on it. And they're pinning it up to a mountain lion attack on this three-year-old kid. Wait, so he had, his pants were inside out? Yes. Even... Even if a even if a lion uh, uh, anything attacked you, you wouldn't just pull your pants off and you know inside out. It'd be torn to sh- shreds or at least pieces. Somewhere would be yeah, yeah. And it's a three year old kid. I mean, you, you could you could grab a three year old kid's pants and and like a lion would try to pull the pants down or and stuff, and I could see it getting they inside would, out. They would but, curl right anything but, else, but they'd be but they'd be beat up. They'd be very beat up because there'd be teeth marks yanking. It'd right. be the stretches, marks, and everything like that. And then there's no blood. Yeah, there's no blood. Well, what did you say? No about, blood. What did you say and about his shirt? The, the, there's like no rips and stuff in the shirt. Like it was like all it just like like it was all just pristined. Yeah, and so they're like, well, uh, one of the events that the investigators came up with is that you know the kid must have taken off his clothes before the attack happened, and it's October. There, it could be getting cold by the time whenever this happened, and we. Have you guys heard of paradoxical un- paradoxical undressing? Is this it's like is this the point when people get so so hot because they're so cold they take their clothes off? Yes, that happens a lot to drug victims. This is a three yes. year old, but drug victims. I just, I had a, a, somebody up uh, where I deliver to on my normal job, and it was the dead of winter, fifteen twenty below, and they found the guy naked in a snowbank, but he had done so many drugs that, that he'd just gotten hot and took off all his clothes out of snowbank found dead. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I get it. So, oh, so wait a second. So could it be something like maybe the kid, I guess, I don't know what kind of plants are up there. I don't know what kind of, kind of anything is up there as far as like what's poisonous, what could help you, what could harm you. But is it possible that, I mean, it was a kid, could he have rubbed up against some kind of a, a plant that, that, Sent some kind of a some kind of sent some kind of a receptor to his head that gave him that paradoxical whatever that he just I don't know. he took all of his I mean he just took all of his clothes off and then nothing. Well, that's that's us assuming that he's the one that took him off. I mean, uh, 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 Jimmy, you've had young kids and stuff. Like when your kid takes off his pants, like he he does not they do not like 
they just straight pull them out. They're inside out. And you got to be the one to put them inside. But yeah, out but even still, even still, you still have so, like one leg rolled up inside the pants, you know, whatever. And then the other one is maybe inside out fully. But at no point are they just nicely pristined. You know what I mean? Like inside out. That's it. Well, uh, uh, with the, the the pristine and stuff, like it was just, I don't know, four years being outside. And it was inside out, which is the strangest thing. And, like, there's no marks of, like, a potential animal attack, which is one of the uh, one of the things that David Paul Toy. God damn. Why did I fuck this up? Pilatus. David Pilatus, like, looks for it with his missing persons. It's like, if there's any in- indication that it's an animal attack, he doesn't want to, like, put his energy into that. It has to be, like, the weird and unsolved ones. That he puts his energy into to help, like, document and get all this information and stuff. Well, isn't some kind of, like, an animal attack weird and unsolved? I mean, I know you're you're looking for, like, the alien abductions, ah. you know, stuff like that. But at what point True. do you just look at the whole, like, you know what? This kid's missing. Maybe a mountain lion took him. Way over there? Well, you know, it's not uncommon. Fuck him. But one of the biggest things, uh, upon doing more research onto this, state, uh, the state park rangers, when they look into this, when they're looking for evidence of animal attacks animals are not stealthy spies that are putting away like they're changing their claws when they kill somebody you know they're not burying them under the ground 10 feet you can't find them kind of shit animals are messy is what i'm trying to say yeah you're gonna find bits and pieces if you're gonna find uh, if you're if you're gonna be looking towards a mountain lion as the potential cause these rangers they can track mountain lions and they can like find their scat and if there was any indication of it getting like eaten by a mountain lion, yes, the odds are there of getting eaten by a mountain lion. But if I'm not mistaken, I think the uh, the numbers were from 1960 to 2010. There was only 14 victims of a mountain lion attack. Even still, okay, even still, the possibility of a mountain lion attack, okay. If if you just brought up the fact that animals are extremely messy. Those pants should not be intact. There should exactly. be a, there should be a gaping hole in the legs. I'm pretty sure you would go, you know, you wouldn't just rip the pants and, and you eat would, out the leg. You wouldn't find the pants near the shirt near the you're gonna no, find it, it scattered all over the place. Yeah. Even yeah, even then, if natural causes such as like wind or elements bloom a bit further away, they still wouldn't be that close. Exactly. And that's what makes this really weird as one of these four one one cases. So that he should have looked into or did he look into? Looking to yeah yeah no this is one that uh, David Pilatus has looked into. Okay. This was okay. on his first documentary, and boy, the the father is just straight up devastated as he is going through this because of this course. was recorded back in like so, so yeah watching. So oh, who, no. who's the name of the guy that's doing this? His name his first name is David. Yep, David Pilatus. So, David Hasselhoff. So anyway, so David is is he? Let me get this right. He's he's kind of mapping out these disappearances. And trying to put some common sense to it. What happened to these people, right? Yes. Yes. He has a website. He has a YouTube that he started as well, where uh, three times a week, I think, he goes on and talks about cases and new stuff that keeps coming in. So is this where, Jimmy, is this where you tell us that you Googled him? Again, what? Is this where you told us that you Googled him? No. I did not Google him. But oh. what, I'm, what I'm thinking about is why doesn't he get together with the guy with the ice cream machine? Yes. <laughs> What kind of app are you going to reverse engineer to hopefully find this? Okay, here's my theory. Each one of these that he's told me so far makes total sense. You think about it. So most people, the shoes are laying there, right? Yep. Okay, who doesn't need little shoes? Motherfucking Bigfoot. Bigfoot is is taking these people. Take off the clothes too? Well, yeah, if he's eating them. If Bigfoot's eating you, he doesn't need your shoes because they don't fit because they're too small. And and he's eating these people and dragging around the mountain, and then he's beating bobcats with them like a fucking wet blanket. Really, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't know what to say about that. Were you just saying like Bigfoot's taking the kids and using them as a weapon? Well, I mean, if it's okay, so think about it. So if Bigfoot would take him, I mean, he's not like a mountain lion where he's got claws and stuff, is he? I mean, so he's not. Well, he might. I mean, I'm pretty sure he doesn't do like the rest of us and get a manicure. You get a manicure? No, but it's like the rest of us. Wow. Like no, America. Matt and I do not get ma- manicure. Matt, Matt, Matt and I do not get So you get a pedicure too? You have somebody rub your feet like you're some sort of I get of those sex. fish. I get those fish that do it. Oh, the pedicure fish? Sure, whatever they are. Anyway. Might be in on that. Anyway, so he might have claws that he could, you know, forcefully grab onto something. What about aliens? 
Well, you told us yourself with your alien story that you had that I've, they don't have claws. I, I have seen aliens. Yes. 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 Yes, I have. Yeah, you've told it. I don't know if you said on the podcast or not. Maybe I'm pretty sure you have. Probably, yeah. I'm 100 percent. I'm 100 percent certain that you have. Yes. But you said that they don't have claws. They just no, have like these they had big, really weird, massive fingers. Yeah, really weird fingers. Yeah, type it's thing. the porn star fingers. Sure, we'll call it that. <laughs> I mean, sure. Et bitch. Et. 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 Fuck you. So, so you guys are jumping the shark right here because those are. Theories that have been tossed out. Yeah. Oh my explain God. All right. Things. Jimmy, stop where we're at. Let Matt continue then since we're jumping the shark. <laughs> so, the, so the, or not. I, I okay, just want to say real quick about talking. the aliens yeah, with, 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 with the long fingers. No, I, I'm okay. Maybe he's a You go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. Maybe, maybe Shut up, Jimmy. Dr. Banana Fingers. Shut up, Jimmy. Dr. Banana Fingers. <laughs> Dr. Banana Fingers. Code blue. That's a respirator. Right. I'll be good. I'm sorry. Matt. Matt lost. You lost control of it, Matt. What happened? I, I never was in control. This ain't my podcast. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so you're saying other people who are just as twisted as Trent and myself and you that other people are saying maybe it is Bigfoot, maybe it is aliens, maybe it is Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. We don't know. Yes, that that's the thing. Is like these are all circumstances that do not have a without a reasonable doubt explanation for these disappearances and they happen all over north america and reaching into canada and there was i didn't have i don't i didn't have information and stuff pulled on this specific case but there are these scientists that went into the utah mountains and they like they're avid survivalists and they like make a little shelter out of trees and they have a big tree that's like their their door and stuff and they're uh very smart researchers and very well fit. They've gone into the woods multiple times and they have like recording equipment and stuff with them. And one night, I mean, this could be a hoax. This could be a hoax. I just want to push it, pop that out there. But they got sh- shook into the core when they were recording these like whooping sounds. I'll see if I can actually find the link, the, the, the video for it. Cause it was intense listening to those, those like whooping calls. And like, that's one of the things where it's like they had college level audio engineers and linguists check out this audio to try and like figure out what it is and they came to the conclusion these these uh intelligent people but i mean everything could, needs to get like double checked by peers and stuff like that and of course i don't think there was a follow-up you gotta it. get them fact but checks going but they came up with a conclusion that whatever was making these whooping sounds were larger than a human because of the vocal range that they had like, you know, like a little dog, they like, yip, 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 and a bigger dog goes, woof. Like, they're a able to dog, tell. A bigger dog goes, woof. Bigger dog. Bigger, bigger dog goes, woof. woof. Bigger dog goes, woof. <laughs> there we go. That's the next shirt, Jimmy. Bigger dog goes, woof. <laughs> oh, the cow goes, moo. The cow goes, moo. <laughs> but yes, there was an instance of that, and it was actually brought up in uh, David's research in Missing 411, those researchers experiences and stuff and it was in a side series of somebody else covering the missing 411 because there there are surprisingly a ton of people that uh, cover 411 and talk about it and bring more light to it which is surprising because i've only heard about missing 411 probably for the first time this year like you know you always hear of people go missing in the woods and you know it's just like ah it's missing in the woods but then when you get into the details it's like oh shit there's something here and that's what Missing 401 is compiling, all this stuff. Now, one thing that brings us into conspiracy world, along with these disappearances that don't make sense, uh, another one real quick that I can remember off the top of my head. There was an old man with a group of other hunters in upstate New York City, or not New York City, New York State, upstate New York State. New York that, City! New York State. That went out hunting, and they have... Uh, they had like a whole plan where they'd go into the, like the blinds and they'd be deer hunting and they'd spread out over a small area on a hill. They've done it before and all of them have been hunting their whole life. The, the person, the man that disappeared in this case, he was older, but he was like that town's uh, gun teacher, not gun teacher, a uh, rifle, rifle instructor that teaches, you know, gives you your hunting license, your, your rifle license and has like whole survival classes and stuff like that. Like he was the town's that guy. And they went out one October 
for hunting. And evening comes around. They're all supposed to come back to camp. And this old man does not. And then they're like, well, we should start worrying. Because he's 76 years old. He was 76 years old. He lost an eye in an accident. And he's just being 76 years old. And so, again, they had... If that, I think that's the one where they put in like 6,000 search hours uh, cumulatively between all the search people that went there to try and scan this area. And they found nothing from this guy. They did not find his gun. They did not find his or they didn't find his vests. They didn't find any resemblance of where he would be. They looked in the streams because that's another thing. Like when these people go missing, they always check the streams. Like they're on their hands, knees, going through the water best they can. They're looking in log catch-ups and stuff to see if people are caught, if the people are caught under there. So it's surprising seeing how these search and rescue teams like go through looking through people. And it's like, okay, yeah, they can do, they scan the area very thoroughly to find a person, I believe. Okay. And so what's the conspiracy about this then? So the guy, okay, so David Pilatus, he has gone on writing these books, pulling more information, and to get more information, he's hit up the national parks for more information about them. Like, hey, can I get a list of all your missing persons that you have had in your national parks? And when he did this, he asked, uh, so he's an author, and he requested it through a Freedom of Information Act, a FOIA, and got contacted back about it. They asked him, why do you want it? And he's like, for research, I'm writing a book. And then they're like, we don't have that. And he's like, you don't have a list of at least 1,600 people that go missing in your national parks. Because this is stuff that he's documented back, I think his earliest one was 1930, of an unsolved missing persons case. And from this whole time, the national parks have not had any documentation on this. The best that they got is uh, search and rescue like when they've deployed search and rescue, but that's for like every kind of search and rescue. That's not for like ones that failed or worked, etc. But they do have a list of all the movies that the national parks are in. So with that as well, he's like, well, what would it take? David was like to the, the people that called him back. He's like, what would it take for you guys to like compile this information, get this information? And they called him back and they're like, just for Yosemite National Park, it'll cost you $34,000. And for the rest of America, for all the national park information, it'll cost you $1.6 million. And when it comes to the state park rangers, because these guys, the, state, the official state park rangers, the rangers are officially trained. They have 20,000 rangers on the United States uh, pay bill. But they got a crap ton of volunteers. Like there are way more volunteers than there are actual paid rangers and with that they put in only so much time in search and rescues like they're they they quit at a certain time like they always do and then they just sweep it under the rug as the way david put it one time it's like they the the rangers only search as long as the media is on them because whenever a search a missing person especially a missing kid goes in the woods like there's attention for like a week or two of following this kid trying to like help him but then as soon as that's gone the forest stops the the ranger services they stop and then it's just left to like grassroots search and rescue people to try and continue the search and all this other things and because of this this is where the 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 conspiracy kind of blooms is that the state parks know more about this federal land than what they're letting on like there's things there that they're aware of but they can't let everybody know. You know, at the beginning of the podcast, I said that there are 6.4 million acres of forest land in America, national forest land. Yeah. If they just roped that off and said nobody can go there because of reasons, you think people will get a little suspicious, right? It'd be like an Area 51 on a grandiose level. And uh, because of all this area, that is, they've, they've come to the conclusion there are going to be casualties in this wilderness of whatever is in here that the the government knows that they're fine with this this casualty but they're they can't let people know because as soon as people know about something like this like right now you got people going into the woods for like bigfoot for mothman for cave people and all these other things trying to find them but it's a small amount of people but as soon as you're just like yes confirm there's people in there doing things or things in there that are doing things there are probably a lot more people going out that way and the conspiracy 
is that the government knows what is in these big national forests. They can't rope it up because it's a lot of fucking land. And now this is where like more breakdown parts of the conspiracy go through. Because a lot of this national land was taken from Native Americans and is believed that the Native Americans have cursed it and there's Wendigos in all national forests. And it's just one of those things that they just, they can't say that there's Wendigos in the forests but they take people and there's no natural explanation for these people going missing and how just like parts of the remains come up or like with Jared, his clothes, they, they chalked it up to a lion attack and there's like no lion DNA on his clothes. For, or for, for those of us who don't know what a freaking Wendigo is, including myself, what is a Wendigo? I am glad you ask. I do have a Wendigo pulled up right here. Wendigo is a mythological creature or evil spirit which originates from the folklore of First Nations based in and around East Coast forests of Canada, the Great Plains region in the United States, and the Great Lakes region of the United States and Canada, grouped in modern ethnology as speakers of Algonquin family languages. The Wendigo is often said to be a malevolent spirit, sometimes depicted as a creature with human-like characteristics which possesses human beings. The Wendigo is known to invoke feelings of insatiability, greed, hunger, the desire to cannibalize other humans, as well as propensity to commit murder in those that fall under its influence. So the best way to describe what this thing looks like, it's a uh, werewolf on heroin. Is it kind of like, would it be like one of those shapeshifters? Ooh, this thing doesn't shapeshift. It's like straight up. Straight up horror movie. Correct. So in some First Nation communities, there is this psychiatric uh, psychosis thing known as Wendigo psychosis, which is characterized by symptoms such as an intense craving for human flesh and intense fear of becoming a cannibal. This is just getting weirder as yeah. we go. Yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, Wendigos are supposedly aggressive and they do this. And it, potentially one of the causes of why the forests are locked off and it's just one like you can't go... Well, I mean, you can go there, but it's just one of those things that the government is aware of that's there, and they just can't see it, because that would be life-changing if there's actual windows in there. But so, so another do you, more... Do you oh, think the ahead. government just might have put all this land, saying it's a national forest, and, and because they didn't want anybody developing it because it was haunted? That sounds like a great Scooby-Doo mystery. Well, I, don't, I wouldn't say haunted, <laughs> but maybe inhabited by mythical creatures. Yes. So or if you not want to be so a mythical creatures like fairies and unicorns, more like you know, windigos and banshees. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but if you want to be a little more reasonable, another fact about national forests: there are uh, criminals that tend to go into the woods to try and hide uh, conviction, conviction, uh, capture, try and hide capture, and they live out in there and stuff. So there have been several cases of murderers being found in the woods. I feel like I've just seen this on a movie somewhere. somewhere. You know, there's there so many different programs out on National Geographic and Smithsonian and stuff about things like this that have come up over and over and over again. You know, I'm trying to think of the name of the one that's in, in Utah that, that right now I've been watching. And the whole area is just freaking f- freaky deaky crazy and the animals that are on there are you know they're getting the old these these cows just show up mutilated and dead yeah yeah and i'm trying to think of the name they of like thing. like a bite taken out of them right stuff like that and they have like ribs popping out but there's whatnot. no blood yeah there's no blood yeah they're abs- like some are headless too i believe right? yeah they're, so, they're headless but they have no blood around them yeah, yeah i heard about those and it's privately owned and and every time they they're out there looking at stuff then ufos appear up in the sky constantly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so they've been doing a a thing for about two seasons now out there, and it's pretty incredible. I don't know how much of it is make believe and how much of it is real, but um, obviously it's profitable for these places to put the stuff on TV because people watch it. Well, yeah, uh, people like you watch it. Well, I mean, I just told you that that uh, <laughs> when we were out in South Dakota, yeah, at at that place that was haunted. I mean, the ghost people from TV were out there filming two weeks before we were out there. God, I wish I was there so bad. Yeah, you like ghosts, don't you? I do. I love ghosts. I'm all in. All I, in? I, I'm chips all in on ghosts. See, my 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 son too. He loves to to go of that. I think I told you the story about when they were on tour. My son is a uh, rock star. 
No, he's not. <laughs> Let's be honest here. <laughs> anyway, he play, he plays, and he, he goes he's all more of a rock moon. Yeah, he, he plays in a, a rock band, and they they tour internet internationally. They tour nationwide, and they were out uh, where Amityville Horror was the actual house, and they went and drove by it, and they all stopped to go look at it and stuff. And the neighbors came out and said, "Just get the hell out of here! You know? Just just leave! Just leave! Don't it's don't so, do it! You're not yeah. that guy, man! Don't but do they, it. They, but Kyle says just looking at it and after watching the movie, you know, he says it just kind of gives you goosebumps and that all this stuff had happened in this house and it it was inhabited by normal people that you know, and so a lot of the stuff people just really get off on. So I get it. Yeah, but I don't want to be scared. I would. I'd, I'm I'd, perfectly I'd, fine with being scared. It'd be so much fun. Do you? Oh yeah. Oh no thanks. No no thanks. Anyway, what'd you find? But, uh, yeah, criminals hiding in the woods. There was a guy, Troy James Knapp, that was living in the Pennsylvania woods. He was caught for... I'm assuming murder, since you murder. typed murder. 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 Yeah, he was he, uh, he was bombing. Uh, the Olympic Park bombing. Oh, oh shit. Well, I suppose to escape capture, you might as well do it. Yeah. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't the Unabomber as well one of them? I, I couldn't tell you. I don't remember. Uh, Mincho Donovich is a convicted killer escaped from a Belgian prison outside uh, moved to the US but then hid into the woods so there are cases of criminals going into the woods to hide but- yeah well the unabomber was an extremely intelligent guy who uh was in the backwoods of was it Montana I believe when they finally found him and stuff and and he was the one sending out bombs to all these universities and whatnot but he was pissed off at the world but, I mean, the only person that knew he was out there was his brother. He's the one that turned him in. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would have been out there a lot longer if that wasn't the case. Yeah, yeah literally. still be going on. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, his writing was so unique, that's how his brother knew it was him sending those letters. It's like, that sounds just like my brother. Okay, so how do we how do we tie in the 411 with a conspiracy? Well, that's the thing. It's like, so David Politis does not go to, like, uh, put his opinion on this stuff. He's con- compiling all this stuff for facts, and then we have to think about it. And knowing the information of the government, like trying to bogart him from getting more information or saying, yeah, we've never had a list on stuff like this, or it's going to cost $1.6 million for us to make a list, and their minimal attempts to continue on after the fact of missing tro- missing cases, especially when it comes to children. Because, you know, when it comes to a missing child, he- heaven and hell get moved so often by these people and then the the well, people the like us force. were just were just yesterday's news if if i disappeared people would be going eh he's gone i deserved it he's probably at a dairy queen somewhere having ice cream yeah, he's locked in the the walk in yeah meanwhile mountain lions eating out my butt that's okay at least your pants will come off nice and neatly i i would think that that the mountain lion would go for my butt because my butt's very tender and that would be delicious the the facial the, the facial things you make my butt's very tender my butt Ooh, is very tender freaking mouth wide open and everything listen Brent can you confirm I, I no I cannot confirm <laughs> come on bite my ass <laughs> bite my ass just bite do my it ass. just do it. do it oh Dude. But not the only tongue. is the four hundred one trying to like <laughs> get all this information not they're not pointing fingers like uh, David is not pointing fingers or anything but people are speculating yes uh, Windigos Bigfoot. Bigfoot is another one I told that you. has been brought up. That's a Bigfoot just imagine situation. like the whole Hulk Hulk thing from uh, whatever movie that was. He just grabs Thor and boom. Or is Loki? Just boom, boom, boom. Do do do. Have you seen that that episode or that part tell- of the movie? Uh, what was that? Hulk Hogan? No, no. The Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. One of the, oh, the Incredible ones. Yeah, yeah. From uh, everybody's screaming at the at the radio right now. I can't think of it. I thought you were talking about Hulk Hogan. Let me no, tell you, brother. That's not. But I'm gonna put you with my twelve and two inch pythons. You're 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 mixing up Hulk. I mean, you're you're using Hulk words in Hulk. Macho Man voice. Oh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, and, <laughs> and Macho Man because Macho Man goes, oh yeah, yeah. And you're trying yeah, to add Hulk gym. words with that. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Uh, yeah, it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. You're fooling All right. nobody. All right. <laughs> anyway. Ass munch. Anything else Big, you have, Big, Matt? Bigfoot is a conspiracy as well. No, it's not. As Bigfoot. well as aliens to explain They're like how these people can travel so far from the initial points of where they were last seen and stuff to where if they are found or where they're found again. Or just like the reason why they're just straight up gone. So aliens was another one. And 
this one is a little spicy as well. So how we were talking about Wendigos a little bit earlier being in the woods. Maybe it's just feral wood people. Have you ever seen Wrong Turn? <laughs> oh, my God. The hills have eyes oh kind of situation. Oh, my God. Fucking children of the corn going on right now. Worse. I, well, I mean, I know. that would suck if there were children living in the woods just... Outlander! That would suck. I'd be scared. I Put down their lotion the on the skin. Put the lotion on the Or you get another lion attack again. Put the lotion in the bucket. In the bucket. <laughs> but yes, with uh, a lot of these disappearances, final thing here, they do correspond with like where there are cave locations. Here, I'm going to share something on your guys' screen. Is it porn? I love porn. That's why we're not school friendly. Yeah, this is exactly. You're the reason why we're not school friendly. You're mainly the reason why we are not school friendly. Mainly. I like how you. Holy crap. Look at all that. Look at that map. There must Those be are, a bajillion people missing. We'll, we'll, we'll have a link. Or we'll have a, a link to this so you guys can look at it in the show notes. Yes. So these are all the cases that David has worked on and where they are all located. And these are like clusters of where everybody vanishes from. Oh, it's just like a select few up in Canada, too. Do you, do you think yeah. these people could just be suicidal and they go, you know what, I'm going to go out in the woods. And one in Alaska. Yeah, shit. That is another thing as well. Uh, one of David's criteria is they they try and figure out the person's like intentions as well. Like They check their back, like how they were doing up to when they went to the woods. There was uh, a guy who worked for a TV company like doing some discovery, uh, working for discovery recording. And this one was really strange. Uh, but according to everybody there, he was just like normal talking. They're recording by the woods. And all of a sudden, he just left everything. Like he was uh, a camera guy, a very well educated camera guy. Like he's been to, he went over to Europe. He's been up in Alaska working for Discovery. And he's been with them working for Discovery for a while. And he just straight up ran into the woods and was never seen again. And he had no. Uh, past history of like depression, suicidal thoughts. Okay, anxiety. so now we're now we're on the we're on mind control now. Now we're going on to mind control. Mind control. Yeah, the woods are calling. Yeah, you, aliens. You have that well, aliens. Okay, <laughs> something something just compelled him into you know what? I'm gonna eat myself into the woods. Yeah, yeah, and that's happened. That is the crazy thing. Like, they're, they're being called I, into the woods. Yeah, they just eat themselves in there. Trent, come here. The trees have spoken. The almighty tree has spoken. Come here, Trent. You are next. Trent, I have a hamburger for you. Make it do you got a deal. All right. <laughs> Come to the whipping willow. Super size them both. Whipping willow? No, the whipping willow. Ooh. <laughs> Spanker vision. Jesus Christ. What? Spanker vision? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Done. So we're done. We're, at, we're in South Dakota. At the no, adult, no, at the no, 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 no. We're... <laughs> <laughs> the, the, when you start off with spanker vision and then go off into a story, I, I don't want to. This is why we can't do family friendly. Yeah, hey man, face away from the microphone. Spanker vision. Yeah, there it is. Anyway, Matt, do you guys have any questions or say? comments about this as well? I think you're full of craziness. See, you're you're feeling the same thing I am about this whole cheese conspiracy thing. So, so here here's Matt. Matt's. So these people go out into the woods and they get lost, and and gnomes and trolls and and Bigfoot and Captain aliens, Hook. Captain, Captain Hook, Hook, and um, people from Spanker Vision find these people and they're all trapped in a cheese cave somewhere. Yeah, snacking on cheese, all right. constipated. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. This is how it works. So this is how the cheese is truly made. But I mean, it makes total sense that if you, if you've got these people out in the woods, that somebody's going to get lost. I've been hunting before and totally. You know, got turned around and got lost. Yeah, I mean, losing your clothes makes a lot of sense. Um, losing your shoes. I've been drunk and lost a shoe. I mean. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at no, all. No, I've lost a shoe. That does not surprise More than me once. one bit. More than once. Once in a, in the mud in Florida. That's another story. <laughs> but so here's what kind of kills me about this whole story that Matt's been telling us is that the government really doesn't want to supply you a list of people who are missing. And how does it cost them $1.7 or whatever the hell it was to come up with a list? I'm pretty sure that list would take forever for them to uh, even put together. So, I mean, even if you do pay the money, I mean, you still wouldn't get it. It's, it's kind of like if you said to me, hey, Jimmy, would you come over and help me sheetrock my house? I go, yeah, but it's $4,000 an hour for me. And you'd be going, oh, screw that. See, And then I don't have to do it. Right. 
and that's kind of what the government's doing. To, to it's just one. Dave it's here. one big cover up. Right. The it, real it, question could, is. Go ahead. The, the real question is, though, like after getting addressed with this fact, why haven't they been starting a, a database of this, a list of these people missing since then? Because David put out that FOIA request like 2010 or something like that. And so they've been blowing them off for over 12 years. Yeah. And people have gone missing even more and stuff then. Uh, recent ones is 2018, as I saw. There was uh, a kid that went out hunt, or a 17-year-old kid that went out hunting as well. And uh, he was bow hunting. So he had, a, he had a, a backpack. He had his bow. And he just – and a walkie-talkie. And he got lost. They, his friends never heard from him again. And then two, month, two, three months later, outside of someone's farmstead, they found a backpack and a bow that belonged to him because his ID and hunting license were in there and they were propped up against a tree, but they never found the kid. I feel like if you wanted to solve all these, 99% of them, you just take, like, you, you don't rope them all off at once. Just rope one of them off. Government just says, you know what? We're going to start searching for these people. Rope them all, rope off just one. It's not going to show much. It's like, oh, they're going to, they're actually going to try to do something here. I, it's, even if you just do one, that's it. Not all of them at once, just just one. You're not going to see like an admission of guilt from the government. It, you know, and there and there's certain groups of people. Unfortunately, uh, the American natives are constantly having uh, people missing, and the, the government's kind of like, I'm not interested in helping you find them. Uh, just on, on today on, on the uh, on MSN here, checking mm-hmm. there's uh, two uh, Native American women that are just dis- that have disappeared and, and no trace. They can't find them. And, um, you know, they talk about how many American Native women have disappeared and, and that nobody is really looking for them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just really shitty on the, on the government's part. You know, I well, mean, not to expect anything more. Well, I mean, they're not that busy. They got nothing going on. They got nothing going on with COVID. They yeah, got nothing going on with the shots. Nothing at the moment. No. So I don't they know got a lot of resources, too, at their disposal. Right. You know, but I mean, in today's, I, I have a tough time finding that people can get lost when they have a cell phone in their back pocket. They can't call out. I mean, my battery in my cell phone will last two or three days if I'm not on it. Yeah, but if you have absolutely no data, you're you're, you're done. You well, can't true. you can't call that's out. When you, have, you can have all the battery in the world, no data. You, that's yeah, why I, that's why this conspiracy is. They should put cell towers up everywhere. Really, there should be no dead zones. Period. That that is one of the things. There have been people that have disappeared that had cell phones, but there's no cell service. So it's like recommended. Like if you're going to be going deep into the woods, you need a satellite phone that yep. connects satellites, and yep. you got reach from fucking everywhere. Yeah, shit. But yeah, just a normal cell phone or like a, a satellite GPS tracker. Those things are pricey though. They're like three hundred bucks for of one course. of those uh, personal locator GPSs. Of course they are. Yeah, it's just cheaper to die. Yeah, literally, you get money when you die. That's the thing. If you're life insurance, life insurance policy. Does life insurance co- uh, cover missing with nobody? Uh, yeah, if they can prove that you're dead. I think you have to be missing for over. I think a, it's a month or so. Oh, it's like a couple of years, I think. Is it? It was a month. If you've gone a long time um, before the, your insurance company will pay off. Yeah. And stuff. And normally, like with murder, I mean, no body, no harm, no fall. I mean, a lot of people have gotten away with murder because they never found the body. Uh, just today in the news, uh, a body of missing Idaho bow hunter is found after 53 years of disappearance. Bow hunter, uh, um, bow hunter Idaho looking for a sh- bow hunter. <laughs> bow hunter Idaho. Now, I'm reading exactly what it says. Bow hunter Idaho looking for a shortcut in the mountains finds remains of another hunter, a man who'd been missing for 53 years. The body of Idaho bow hunter Raymond Jones is found Friday after 53 years of disappearance. The unidentified hunter that found the body while looking for a shortcut in the mountains of Lemhi County. They formally identified the body after finding his wallet with his ID in it. So after 53 years, his ID is still intact in there. Um, so they contact his wife and said, yeah, we found him, but he's dead. Well, so, I, I mean, there's somebody so. that was missing out in the mountains for 53 years and they found him. So, I mean, stranger things have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Very yeah. True. Well, the one of the biggest things, too, is like, how, how do they, like... I guess I don't know this this fifty three year old case and stuff like how good was the search or if it was one of those things where they're like eh, eh can't find it kind of just swept it across under the under the mat yep you know I mean what's what's really crazy is that um, been there for fifty three years how is your stuff not scattered 
your bones scattered across the mountaintop from animals. Well, but the they, thing is, but they found his billfold. What? What are you? What are they going? What do the? What do animals want from you? They want your meat. Okay. Well, after the meat's gone, you have bone left, and the bone decays, or the the meat that's left on there gets rotted off after a few years. Oh, then your 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 bones will be left alone because you don't. Not a lot of animals eat your bones. You know, but if there's a if there's a wallet and stuff like there are rodents and stuff that would probably use that like well they would well, yeah they like, would grab they would make nests. ravage through it of course you think so well yeah so I, I think mean, so I want to see this guy's body but it's what's really gone. what's really interesting I mean there's there's a science out there there's people that actually study how fast a body can decompose out there and um, I'm a big fan of Ozzy Osbourne and Ozzy and his son Jack have a program where they travel the nation and on one of their episodes they went to a decomp place out in the freaking woods that the that this facility is running and they actually get if you leave your body to science you know these people get your body they put it out in the woods and they showed them as you know as they're driving through this wooded area they've got like 30 40 bodies out there and every day they stop and check these bodies to see how fast they decomp they check, you know, um, how the insects, I mean, how many days old the insects are from the maggots and, and, and flies and stuff. And so they can pretty much pinpoint through this science about how long your body's been there. But the thing that was interesting is that they say, you know, after about four weeks, there's nothing left if the animals don't get to it. These bodies they have outdoors, they actually have them kind of in a, I don't want to say a cage, but I mean, it's actually fenced in area where these bodies yeah, are. Yeah, it's a controlled study. It's a controlled study, so the animals yeah. can't get at it. Yeah. You know. Anything bigger than a than a mouse. Right. So, I mean, it's very interesting, you know, that people spend money and the sciences figure this, all this stuff out for us. But how, how can we not figure out stuff like, why are people disappearing when we know Bigfoot's out there? Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. The, the pixelated images that we have of them. I, I don't know if you're on here, Matt, when we're talking about Bigfoot last time. I mean, on the podcast. It's on the podcast. Is it? Was Matt yeah. on it with us? No. Yeah, no. it was on that one. Yeah, where you your idea is he's just blurry. He's yeah. just blurry. He's blurry. Yeah. yeah, he's just blurry. That's what exactly what he looks like. He's just blurry. You know, it, it's it's like my buddy Randy, his theory about when when he was in college and he went and go got his license taken. You know how you go to the DMV get your license taken and you stand 10, 12 feet away to take your picture and they say thank you. He goes, I'm going to go in there hammered. And so when they pulled me over and I'm hammered, they look at my picture and they go, ah, oh, he's ah, normal. Ah, ah. Yeah, that's not going to work anymore. No, <laughs> no. But, that, but uh, yeah. Yeah. You walk a straight line like you did in the DMV. Did yeah, you? no. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for another episode. Unless do you have anything else you want to add to that, Matt? What you're not you're not going to give everyone the do you believe it or not kind of a thing? Okay. Like all right, you're, you're all right. Hold on. Hold on. Your takes on this. Hold on. Okay, Matt. Do you believe this? Rise, I believe this. People are going missing. Government knows something that they're not telling us. Whether it be Wendigo or feral humans. Okay. All right. Jimmy. Our government. Do you believe this? Oh, absolutely. But our government wouldn't lie to us. <laughs> they wouldn't lie to us. <laughs> got him. Oh, Trent. We can't have him on the podcast. Shh. I'm trapping him. FBI's got Shut him. the hell up. I'm trapping him. Oh. One, one more thing to, to maybe sway your mind here. There have been multiple cases on these missing persons that have happened where FBI agents show up not to assist, but to monitor. To cover up, yeah. Yep. To monitor what? The cover to up? monitor these missing person cases. So the FBI, they do not do like adult missing persons. Like they do kids and under a criteria, there's like, apparently there's like some degree of umpteenth degree where they will like assist with adult ones but they will assist with children miss missing children cases but for adult cases as well they they, they don't help they're so, not supposed to help Jimmy, or anything like Jimmy, that but they go when, in when you go missing you're fucked you're not gonna get anybody to help <laughs> you when I, when I go missing get in your car drive up to Dairy Queen see if I'm there <laughs> if I'm not there drive across the street see if I'm at the liquor store if I'm not there, go home and see if I'm napping on the couch. If I'm not there, I'm missing. <laughs> then you're missing. Then I'm missing. I wouldn't check your house first. I'd check Dairy Queen first. I would. <laughs> I love Dairy Queen. <laughs> order, order I wish something. Dairy Queen would sponsor this program. They would never sponsor us. Nobody is going to sponsor us. So we're just going to have fun doing what we're doing because... What about AA? 
They should sponsor us because we make no hey, sense. Hey, hey, Think about hey, it. AA should sponsor us. <laughs> they should. All right, everybody, tweet this out. AA should sponsor us. Oh my god. AA's for quitters. They're not going to sponsor. AA's for quitters anyway. Okay. All right. Nobody, well, nobody likes a quitter. Nobody likes a quitter. All right. So thank you very much for listening to this episode. Uh, please go down to the show notes. Hop in the Discord. We are going to start doing more uh, live uh, podcasts, wow. recordings. Did you have a stroke there for a second? I couldn't think of the word. Podcast. Podcast. Thank very, you. Very I'm good. glad I thought of it you first. Smell toast. Smell toast. It's burning. Anyway, uh, oh, please man. go down there. Try this. Try Be careful. Yeah. Stay out of the woods, Trent. Just, just saying. <laughs> the fact you're looking at me with a straight face right in the eyes. It's dark in this room, too. And you just <laughs> stay out of the woods, Trent. Stay out of the way. Stay out, stay out of, the out of your Trent. way. Stay out of your way, Trent. Trent. <laughs> Bigfoot get you. Bigfoot gonna get you. All right. Thank you very much for listening. And we are done. Love hurts. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Love hurts. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so.